It's episode four, season three of Beyond This Earth on this week's episode on Halloween Eve. It is the continuation of other issues that we talked about last week concerning the media, including some new information, especially with Nora O'Donnell. Is she about to get pushed out? Ice Q says no moss to the vaccine. We got to talk about the violence that has been going around all over the country. Is there a BLM connection to this? What is the reality of manning up when somebody gets hurt and the bad optics that no one is telling you about? Razorvis has some very important tweets that we are going to discuss in the five minute segment and the Chinese space station and other news of the week. All this and more on this week's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth Halloween Eve. Or close to Halloween Eve as we can put it in that particular terms. You're gonna be hearing this either on Halloween day or before that. It's Novin Hollaback, that's Hollaback. We gotta get started with what has happened this week. Oh boy, there's a lot of things I can discuss in 30 minutes, but I want to start with the world event crisis. As you have recently just heard. The FDA has given the emergency authorization for each of the three vaccines in a lower dose, one third of the dose of the adult vaccine for children five to 11 years old. It is a very interesting vote that they sent out. This thing will be ready in about close to Thanksgiving for this rollout for the children. I don't expect Things to be any easier after this. Biden's people have also put out a certain amount of quote unquote mandates concerning travel that anybody coming into this country has to be through airplane, has to be vaccinated before they enter the country. Those that have left the country and did their testing on that end who are not vaccinated coming back into this country have to have a COVID test the day before in order to enter this country or they will be not allowed in. So they have to have a COVID test before entering the country. So very serious things are happening and a lot of it not looking good. There was a report from Zero Hedge that 
Bloomberg later reiterated certain aspects of that. And that study is, is that a latest Lancet study exposes the limits of vaccines preventing COVID infection. It says here that the Lancet just released another study comparing the efficacy of COVID treatments to the efficacy of protection provided by COVID infections. The conclusion is as stated, while vaccines lower the risk of infections with the death and variant within households, those who are fully vaccinated are still vulnerable to breakthrough infection if they live with someone that gets infected. Once more, people that have been vaccinated against COVID can be equally as vicious as the unvaccinated, the study showed. It was published last Thursday in The Lancet. I mean, this Thursday in The Lancet, the British Medical Journal that published some of the earliest research on COVID. The data showed that vaccination status does not make a whole lot of difference in the ability to pass COVID on to others. Roughly 25% of vaccinated household members subsequently tested positive for the virus after direct close contact with a fellow hospital member with a confirmed case of COVID. That is compared to 38% of infection for people that haven't been vaccinated. The data shows that the Delta variant have a greater capacity for breaching the advancing defenses when compared to other predecessors. The study Offer says that the lower transmission rate between vaccinated patients is just another reason to get the jab, although not a compelling one. Quote, the ongoing transmission we are seeing between vaccinated people makes it essential for unvaccinated people to get the vaccine in order to protect themselves from acquiring infection and severe COVID-19, especially as more people will be spending their time in close proximity during the winter months. The study order underlines the importance of the vulnerable to get booster shots since if there's no advancing immunity wanes over time. Barring a summary of its findings, the Lancet ruled that the interpretation of the study, vaccination reduced the risk of Delta variation and accelerates viral clearance. Nonetheless, fully vaccinated individuals with breakthrough infections have peak viral load similar to unvaccinated cases and can effectively transmit infections in household settings, including the vaccinated contacts, host virus interactions in early infection may shape the entire viral setup. Ice Cube recently has left a movie called Oh Hell No by Sony Pictures. He is set to lose $9 million for the film. He was told that he needed to get vaccinated to finish the rest of the movie. And he decided to drop out of the movie. So, very interesting things coming from these particular events concerning this world event crisis and other particular things of that nature. Here is something very dark about this whole thing with Biden's people, the world event crisis and other particular things of that nature. Michael Tracy on his Substack a couple of days ago, uh, just now, had made some very shocking and which is deeply unreported ish 
things results from what this particular world event crisis and the particulars on how they handled these situations around Biden, Harris, and his people and their people. And this is what he said on Twitter, which is connected to the recent article that he just did. A severely underreported story from the 2020 campaign was that Biden was innovating the tactic of holding public campaign events that were actually hidden from the public. Justified on temporary emergency grounds, this practice has unsurprisingly continued onto his presidency. He later continues, Mr. Tracy, after trying and failing failing to attend an ostensibly ostensibly public body event at a New Jersey transit facility this week. Mr. Tracy got word that employees who regularly ordinary work at the facility were told to stay home on that day. Only VIPs and party insiders were allowed just like during the campaign. He says in the article, a senior New York, a New Jersey transit worker who is absolutely animate that he or she must not be identified because they could get into serious trouble with talking to the media. Later told Michael Tracy that employees who ordinary work at maintenance facility were instructed that they hire ops to stay home that day. No chance that they will be allowed to attend the event. It was decreed, although the event was taking place in their literal workplace, a public facility. The justification, who knows? Probably some half-baked combination of COVID, terrorism, and what other hyped up essential existential danger should be lurking in the background any given week. They won't explain their reasoning if you're asked, just with all manner of completely arbitrary policies deriving from the world event crisis, which still remains in effect. People in positions of authority typically can't be bothered to even offer rationale for this and other leftover measure. Content instead of lively accumulate the new normal instead of fuck the bureaucratic inertia. Absolutely insane that this is taking place, but it is. It was underreported in 2000 that basically only his VIP, certain party insiders were allowed in this whole particular thing. Absolutely insane. This is happening. They were told not to come to work. What are they hiding over there with Biden and his people? And interestingly enough, he's not in the United States. He's over in Rome talking with the Pope. And again, they came up and said, the media wasn't allowed to discuss certain things and wasn't allowed in the meeting between the Pope and Mr. Biden. It is uh, a very dark thing that we're seeing, folks. Very dark. They got to explain themselves. Speaking of this particular world event crisis 
and it fetched to the same. The administration is barred from firing unvaccinated employees after the DC judge issues an injunction. From Fox News, a Washington, D.C. District Court judge issued a temporary restraining order on Thursday that prevents both civilian and active duty military plaintiffs from being terminated after they sued the Biden administration over religious exemptions to COVID-19 vaccines. Biden put his face mask on after speaking about the World Event Crisis Relief Package during the state dining room in of the White House Monday. The judge also ruled that the plaintiffs who religious exemptions requests have been denied will not be disciplined or separated during dependency of their appeals. The court also furthered the defendants in the Biden administration to file supplementary notice by noon on this Friday that indicates whether or not they will agree that no plaintiff will be disciplined or terminated pending the court's ruling. 20 plaintiffs sued Biden and members of his coterie in their official capacity over the executive order that was done September 9th, mandating vaccines for federal employees, according to civil action filed on Sunday. So remember what I told you about Benjamin Braddock and his recent article about the vaccine, some of them are military members. Some of them are trying to get COVID vaccine, other the or COVID COVID vent or COVID vaccine, Corvent vaccine. I'm not. Sh- I'm, I'm sorry if I'm mistaking the two. And bio BioNTech, and they're not sure which type of virus, which type of treatment they're going to take. And we already told you about some of the things that are in this particular treatment, which is ten times more than what the regular people are taking with these treatments. So we already told you last week about these treatments and now they're being sued, uh, Biden's people is being sued concerning these particular treatments and the effects to the same. Just wanna end a, a couple of things here before we get to the entertainment side of the thing, which is somewhat connected to, which is somewhat connected to all of these events. Carl Denninger posted something on the canceled side of his market ticker, basically retweeting what Agapigicus on Twitter was saying, in short, the government's lied and now they're admitting to it. This is Iggy Piggy Kiss in one statement here on a recent uh, post that he did on Substack. My goal as Verizon's Jordan is, I want to have vaccine immunity and then on top of that, I want to have my first infection and then my second and my and the third at some point. You mean like measles? Oh wait, no, not like measles because if you take the measles shot, you won't get measles or give it to anyone else. This is Denninger now speaking. Of course, this forms the entire premise of so-called mandatory vaccinations 
all of which has always been a crock of shit and worthy of a piano being dropped on the head of anyone else arguing for it. The only reason it didn't happen over the decades is that those other shots were in fact safe, which these vaccines are not, and once taken, you didn't get the disease. But now we have an actual government so-called expert in this particular case, Germany's, stating out loud that the vaccines are in fact worthless as a public health measure. They either don't prevent you from getting the virus or transmitting it, making them nothing more than a very dangerous flu shot. But what's worse, the continuing stream of data out of England, which is strongly suggested not only these jabs not stop you from getting the virus, they also have a very nasty tendency from preventing, preventing you from building in antibodies if and when you do get infected after being jabbed. That's bad because if those are antibodies, we have a reason to believe of a fact critical to prevent serious or fatal outcomes. Nobody cares if they sneeze. Indeed, coronavirus produced that all the time. So why will Johnson said he looks forward to his first, second, and third infection post-jab? We already know that being infected without being jabbed produces durable immunity. Exactly how durable is open to some question about it data over the last 18 months. The answer is very durable. Well, only a tiny fraction of 1% of people becoming symptomatically ill, if not vaccinated twice. What Johnson is telling you that not only the vaccines have failed to stop you from getting the virus, they have screwed everybody. No, everybody will drop dead from the immediate side effects as myocardias. Although the longer term impact of those Nancy adverse effects are very likely to materially get worse than the immediate count, which is bad enough. No, the really hideous news as it appears that basically universal that the jazz produce OAS in every single person who takes them and that is you're not only going to get the COVID you'll get it more than once if you were stupid enough to take the shots if you were stupid enough to take the shots Oh Lord. That's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Eggy Piggy Kiss states finally on the final part of his recent interview with that particular person states the following. There does not lurk behind this bewildering stoop of assertions that a more intelligent case of for universal vaccination or green passes or for anything else. The extreme stupidity of vaccinated discourse merely continues the broader trend of greatly idiotic official world event crisis messaging that we have been seeing since the beginning. The politicians and the public health establishment do not have any other choice. In March 2020, they started a relentless cycle of hysteria and risk magnification surrounding SARS-CoV-2, which continues to this day. They did so explicitly as a public health measure. They considered that overstating the danger of this particular 
World Event Crisis Virus will encourage compliance and with support for managed containment, together with the social and physiological pathologies that long isolation encourages. Their manipulative messaging created a boundless grant appetite for lockdowns and other destructive policies. Among them are Sir Drive, the double, triple, and quadruple vaccin vaccinate every last human. The great problem for these geniuses now face, these so-called geniuses now face, is that while virus anxiety has become a self-reinforcing phenomenon with a life of its own, None of their hysteria-fueled methods will work. The people in charge of some demand for virus eradication, which is the one thing they can never deliver. But they can't just end suppression policies either unless they want the eradication, the eradicationists to blame them for every last corona death. They have no options but to insist on more of the same, more lockdowns, and then more masks, and then more treatments. The discourse around the treatments isn't supposed to be correct. It's supposed to justify treatment policies politically and encourage compliance. If the treatments were actually safe and effective, it wouldn't be necessary to do all this encouragement, and none of us will be here saying all these things. The Pfizer child vaccine trial is the latest of a long line of travesties showing that there is no longer any interest anywhere in studying the safety or effectiveness of these treatments at all. The vaccinators are like a cornered animal. They will say anything to escape the inconvenient trap of their own rhetoric and heated policies they put themselves in. Ladies and gentlemen, what did I say? In the bonuses, when season two ended, they bet the farm. And I said there was a 90% chance they were going to roll snake eyes. 90% chance. Well, guess what? I see one snake eye and the other thing is heading towards the other second one. You playing me for a fool? Just to show you how all of this leads up to what has happened in Japan. The ongoing COVID-19 nonsense, this is from Hal Turner. The only is this exclusively what they cause our governments have failed to use the correct treatment. They use the so-called vaccine while Japan has just proven in less than a month an ifermethrin can wipe out the disease. Oh, well, the full absolute, absolute superstar among the foreign nations dealing with COVID is Japan. Japan has pulled the vaccines officially and the substituted Afromenfrin in one month wiped up COVID in the country. They pulled out the Mumverna vaccine and the national jabs drive after magnetic memos found to contaminate jabs. Then three lots of Moderna are recalled in Japan over stainless steel contamination. Several Japanese series preserve white soft flowing vile jabs. 
The Japanese health minister recommends ivermectin. Japan now will have a major success story after it beats COVID rapidly. By September, deaths in the COVID-19 that were being investigated. At roughly at that time, the vials were under scrutiny and male magnetic material was found in them. After that, the Japanese health minister now down to prescribe ivermectin. A month later, the Western press is shocked that COVID has all but disappeared from the island. Do you get it? Do you understand? Remember what I said a couple last week about how Japan is treated? Remember what I said? And now you see what's going on. I just want y'all to know the stupidity our leaders are producing. You take Singapore's single wall, they're trying to, the Democrats, the shit libs as it were, are trying to bring about Singaporean type one party policies. But Singapore's failing on this particular world event crisis and their treatments. They bring about Korean entertainment and all the rest of that thing, through prostitution and all the rest of it. Scratch my back, I scratch yours. And now later when we're going to talk about with China and this thing, and this thing with their space station in particular, in a couple of weeks, we're going to discuss aspects of the left-wing culture that left America and supported China over its own people once they couldn't get their way in the 1960s and the 1970s. It's a, it's a theory that I have, and now we can finally express this theory. Because it's connected to the whole thing with the CIA and all of us, we'll explain all of this in a couple of weeks. But I wanna get the COVID-19 thing concerning with the MRNRA thing next week. I'm gonna focus on that on the first 30 minutes. And then next week we're gonna do it. But before we get to other things here, I want to get to certain news items concerning the media. We talked about one of them earlier with Ice Cube. Now we're going to talk about the CSA news. There are rumors going around with CSC news that Noel Donald is about to get kicked the fuck out of Walter seat. I said kicked the fuck out. And there are some surprising stuff that the New York Post has stated to the fact that Oprah's friend is now the face of the whole news division, which is just as dark as making Nora O'Donnell the head lead of the network. And who do they wish they want to make the new 
anchor of the CBS Evening News. Unbelievable. Noel Donald is in danger of losing the top spot of CSC News as Costadin is exact at the broadcasting giant quietly shirt for her replacement. I mean, saggy ratings, the Post has learned. Sources have newly minted President Nachi Kalamani, a former Hearst executive who, along with former ABC exec Wendy McMahon, was tapped this spring to replace Susan Brzezinski as head of CS News. Not only looking to replace O'Donnell, but bring CBS News Evening News back to New York. But behind the scenes, the Post has learned that Kellerman has hired management consultants to find ways to trim fat as parent company CBS, Viacom CBS, continues to digest the 2019 merger of CBS and Viacom and make the company more attractive for a possible sale. Oh, what is this? So, Viacom and CBS are putting themselves together, packaging it up. And we're about to sell the company very soon. Mm. I don't see a world. And this is to continue with other quotes here. Insiders. I don't see a world where Nora O'Donnell the anchor show from DC. The network needs to lower her salary. Or have it'll put someone else that costs less. Sources to speculate that Kevin May may slash O'Donnell's pay as he pushes her out of the anchor chain, gives her a bigger role than she, than she already has on 60 Minutes. That will mirror the CBS playbook for independent for Scott Pelling, who hosted CS News until 2017. Sources told the Post that Don, McDonald's diva life behavior wouldn't be missing the network's corridors. They said she continues to be rude to hair, makeup, and water staff, despite years of complaints that she's a decisive and top with colleagues. She also demanded a new design of prayers throughout the pandemic, a move that rubbed people in the wrong way. And she reported on COVID deaths, political evil, and unemployment. It's a mess that Kamalani has inherited from Zazinki, who three years ago plucked O'Donnell to anchor the evening news from CS Sun CBS this morning, rebranded CBS Tuesday mo Wednesday morning, Tuesday morning, you know what it is. At the same time, sources told the Post that the move came amid friction between O'Donnell and Gail King, who will not resign her contract without an anchor change. Insiders say O'Donnell had lobbied to unseat Jeff Glor, convincing Sarinsky to put her on the top down and make her a pricey move to Washington, D.C. They poured millions of dollars into the move, giving the show a redesign and a new theme song while the still unrealized hope that it will lift her out of third place. Indeed, some claim this evening's Rollins president was cut short because she hit her wagon to O'Donnell. One source cited that O'Donnell was named managing editor at a steam tile held by news legend Walter Cronkite that had been retired since Pelly was outed from the anchor desk. While Sarinsky is pitched for the new evening news as a price for strong investor journalism, that hasn't panned out because no O'Donnell didn't want it. Oh, Christ! Oh, Christ! Mrs. Heritage has been doing all the investigative hard lifting, and we hardly even hear her long-term on the news, on this morning's, on these things. Kevin Heritage has been doing your lady, yeoman ladies work for these particular issues concerning with January 6th and all the rest of it. And no, don't go to, eh, don't worry about it. I got that little drink any drink right here. 
She's a woman with an outdated anchor. Her point was an example of the worst kind of change. It was of optics. Moving the Navy News back to New York will be cheap as the network has broadcast space and a larger staff. One source noted it will be easy to start. Red Spade, 40 year old, Tony DeCopo, Mom Dyers! Mom Dyers, you only got two million dollars, and we need a Red Spade. Fuck you, motherfuckers, if you want to put Tony Walter Copo on that walk to see. He don't belong there! What are you dumbasses doing? It gets worse. CBS could also recruit elsewhere. Oh, Brian Williams' contract is up this year. You know that's not gonna f go with through with Scott Pelly. Brian Williams can come back, really, so he can get older. Wookie Wolf wants to come watch your newscast. Get the fuck out of here with your stupid ass nonsense. Y'all motherfuckers for shit. We already made clear that none of these individuals from outside CBS are moving to anchor roles and Bill Whitaker and Tony Tocopo have the best jobs in television. You want Bill Whitaker to take over his place? He can't handle Walter C. Are you kidding me? He definitely won't know her album. They have no clue how to replace her. Yes, you have a clue. Get the man who belongs in Walter C. The source explained that while the evening news is prestigious, it doesn't bring the kind of money to see as Morning does, so the network doesn't feel the need to shell out the big butts. Although TV ratings are down across the board, O'Donnell's show continues to bring up the rear. O'Donnell helmed half, half of the 2018-19 uh, season, which was slightly up in total viewers at CBS this morning, but down under Glore, which has reeled in 6 million two viewers. While Donald had some ratings wins, she's also losing that demographic of 25 to 54 year olds and nearly 15% declining those viewers from that season that was hosted by Glore, which was also lower than Pelly's, which had gained back most of the people that he lost when Kirk was there. Nevertheless, one insider said figuring out the next anchor to eating news isn't the top priority of the network. That priority is Gail King, who is in the deck of contract negotiations. Her star has risen in recent years for buzzing interviews like R. Kelly, the Obamas, Soho, Karen, Maya Pazana, and Oprah Winfrey. King has been rumored bemoaning to the move to the West Coast to be closer to her granddaughter who was born in the last month. King is to get a new contract that may include a Los Angeles-based show replacing the talk very possibly and creating content for a streaming service, Paramount Plus, a source told The Post. Gail doesn't need to work. Let's see what she needs to do. If King leaves, the top chef hopes that Mandy Lakamashi, who, according to insiders, recently approached, that will mean that the couple will go to evening news, noting that CS Mornings, which is last place in the morning, and needs another major shake-up after recently moved studios. Everyone is waiting to see what Gail does. She has become the face of the network. What type of shit is this? What type of new hell is this? Hell, motherfucker. All Gail King does is woke, wokeness, woke to the third. 
Woke with dick? Woke that makes you sad? She don't do anything of any precedent. Still mad that Charlie Oates is not on the other side of the seat. What kind of nonsense do y'all motherfuckers play me for, huh? We know who's the man that should be in the seat. We know who's the man who should be the face of CNC News. We know who he should be in that Walter seat. His name is Scott Pelly, you dumbass motherfuckers. Fuck all y'all motherfuckers. Stupid ass ignorant motherfuckers. Breaking news that is two weeks old. Old news that they already put, put out. In 2019, promoting failures, motherfuckers, they don't even know. Disgusting antics from this network, especially with Yuki Washington. Do we gotta tell that story, motherfucker? Fuck out of here with that noise. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how liberals behave this is how liberals cover for each other this is how all these things have become messed up next segment we're gonna talk about crime we're gonna talk about why it's not safe we're gonna talk about relationships connected to crime and all the rest coming up next on beyond this earth we'll be right back right after this Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hallback, and we have to talk in this very important segment about the rise in violence concerning with COVID, concerning with the world event crisis, concerning with all the challenges that are happening and how it looks bad to other people all over the world because BLM, whether people like it or not, or dislike all of these things or not, as excuse me, has become a world entity, whether people like it or they don't, has become a world entity with certain issues and the way people, especially in sports arenas and all the rest of it, have to do genuflect on destroying and defeating racism in all of these particular aspects, as it were. But they're not seeing the forest from the trees. And we have to discuss this when it comes to crime. All of what we consider big tent liberalism consists of civil rights movement, gay movement, um, things concerning women and feminism, workers' rights, unions, all these particular things, but they all come in different ways and assertions, as it were. Well, what I don't want to get too 
far into what I want to discuss concerning how the Democrats unfortunately no longer have the leaders leadership and the basic understanding of statecraft if they want to become successful in making sure things are on a keel on a way they can win elections in an honest manner they do not have the people for it they will not get the people for it it's not in their priority to get the people because a lot of a lot of those that are on the right or what you consider dissident right and all and others are completely correct that a lot of the institutions are left-wing they are correct on that assertion but here is my major concern my major concern has been how american ethnic groups are seen outside in the rest of the world that's my major concern because one of the major problems liberals do not understand and one of the major problems that has they're not made sure that african americans do not gain success in america and elsewhere outside of sporting outside of all these things is that one america on outside of music and others is because americans unfortunately have taught all of its people ethnic white whatever that they can go around and disrespect what the rest of the world does or how the rest of the world behaves and don't have the rest of the world behaves when it comes to people that are about our allies how we treat our allies and how we treat and how we go about handling our enemies and our rivals we have no concept in america and the american citizen all the rest of it on how to handle oneself against our rivals and how to be welcoming to our allies we have no concept of that anymore we used to have it we don't and one of the things that showcases this is how african americans are seen all over the world what the liberals have done especially with BLM and the way they handle their situations is that the rest of the world sees african americans unfortunately because of our institutions being liberal as children that do not have the agency to go into another man's country and succeed in another man's country or even to visit 
to behave oneself in that country and to obey the laws of that country for the time that they are there and to obey and to be welcoming as a guest of that place. They do not have the capability, they are seen through this BLM, whether people like it or they don't, as people that will always be seen as like the Roma is seen in across Europe and how Europe expresses that all over the world. What nobody is telling you and what makes it sick is that all these things that are promoted by leftism in TV and all these other things of strong African men and all the rest of these things with Wakanda forever and all the rest of it are facades that don't solve the problem in America of African Americans and gives the false attitudes that especially in Asia especially in China, have with African-Americans and the way they are seen all over. They're seen as toys. You understand? Because the left wing, Hollywood, all the rest of it, sees African-Americans as toys and treat them as toys, not as human beings, not even as men, especially with African-American men who have agency to make their own decisions. They see them as toys. And that expression continues when a man who just want to obey the laws, all the rest of it, all the culture comes in and say, they get the wrong idea of how African-American people or Latinos, all the rest of it behave. Some of it is like, uh, some of it is done jokingly and that can be passed off. But a lot of other things are pernicious and is ultimately dehumanizing in some cases. But you can't blame those from other countries from what liberals promote. ethnic groups in the last several years as there is a major difference because when the liberals did not have that much power and when African-American people had aspects of their lives shown in the 60s and the 70s, as men and women with dynamic, with dynamic lives, as it were, we then have the rest of the world come up and see and say, oh, this is a man, this, 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 and the other. He can come in here, da da da, this, 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 and whatever. He can come into India, see all day, and we understand where he's going through because we have Muhammad Ali is a world star, is a, is a world champion, and a star all over the world. 
he can come in there and we see him as an equal. Same thing with um, others. Same thing with others. One inspiration of, uh, of a Japanese woman, Mal Malcolm X being one inspiration for one Japanese woman. We see all of this there because at that time, the liberals, even though they were always liberals, had an understanding of how men behave, how men, women behave, how biology works, all the rest of it. And then they said, oh, we're going to play with the bullshit and all the rest of it with the LGBT, all the rest of it. But that came later. But at one time with this movement and all the rest of it and how they promoted the first generation of woke, you began to see aspects of that. You understand? Whereas now, with Kaepernick, even if a lot of the things Kaepernick did are spurious to keep his wife, his soon-to-be wife, and especially with Kyrie Irving, especially with this treatment, and now Ice Cube, you see, that thing has now been reversed into a Neil Kitch culture that sees every single African-American male as a child and every African-American woman, you see, as the new queen of the American culture. Well, everything should have been reversed. And no man should be treated like a child. Do you understand the difference? And one of the ways they are done is through crime and the inability to punish criminals doing criminal criminal acts and the way this situation with George Floyd has exploded into something that is much worse for everyone involved and it has become very dark to witness a revolver posted out a story several weeks ago concerning this particular issue with crime. It states in the middle of their essay, Revolver could recite more gruesome stats all day, but let's put it in perspective. If 10% of the increase in numbers holds this upcoming year, then across 2020 and 2021, America will suffer 12,000 more murders than it would have if the murder rate held steady. 12,000 murdered Americans is three times the Americans under 30 that had died of the world event crisis and its virus, according to the CDC. Adjusting for America's extreme aggression running any death with this particular COVID-19 as a COVID death and may have well as see deaths above age 40, under age 40. What happened at that particular time? You know, everyone knows. America's murder surge is a statistical noise as a sociological quirk. 
it was inflicted on America by an activist class and the politicians that willingly enable them. It's happened before, he continues. Now the US number rate falls, rises and falls each year and mostly does slowly. But in three years with the largest surges on record are all years marked by urban political discord. In 1968, the spark was the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Riots scorched Chicago, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and other cities. Cities, And in the wake came a surge of murders all over the country. By year's end, murders were up 12.7%. The other big dump was in 2015. What was the other year that Black Lives Matter enthusiasm was in the peak? Fittingly enough, one of the best symbols of the new American criminal order is Oakland, the birthplace of Black Lives Matter. In 2020, Oakland logged its first three-digit homicide total since 2012. This year, they broke 100 murders before the end of September. Once again, the delivery inclusiveness, the desperate will to ignore the obvious is stunning and inexcusable. It isn't that endemic that caused Oakland streets with blood. From January to May of 2020, the city's recorded 24 murders, high for most cities, but pedestrian for Oakland. After George Floyd's murder, the racial reckoning, they call it, commenced, though murders went up and never went down and they will never come down as long as American leaders embrace lies, as long as they blame the police for high crime rates, as long as they focus on ignoring crimes instead of punishing them, and as long as they worry more about the phantom threat of racism than stopping actual predators, then the crime rate will stay out of control. BLM is a movement that is built on the complete myth that American police are systematically racist and a fabrication that it has an epidemic of police and including unarmed black men. As long as America's most powerful institutions, including figures of the GOP, William embraced the lie that BLM is a positive movement that has done good for America, no recovery is possible. Here is the crazy thing that he states. Americans in blue cities would indisputably be better off in an actual totalitarian state like Singapore. Sure, Singapore doesn't have much freedom, but it does have security, cleanliness, and efficiency. And truthfully, how much less free is it is than in 2012 or 2021 America? America's constitution may guarantee its freedom of speech and religion, but the actions of this particular globalist American empire makes a mockery of those guarantees every day, just like the repression of the Soviet Union frankly violated their country's own constitution. The COVID regime and the BLM regime of 2021 America is the worst of both worlds. America gets the totalitarian rebel restrictions of a dystopian surveillance state and all the anarchy and dirt of violence of a third world slum. In its rotting urban curls, the globalist empire merges the worst republic elements of East Germany, South Africa, and Brazil. The bad news is that BLM and the woke ideologies that sustain them are absolutely central to the way the regime operates. To remove this ideology, 
from the present power structure will be less like skimming the icing of a cake and more performing a heart transplant. Difficult and dangerous, but possible in at the moment necessary. The first step is to understand the nature and severity of the disease. And at this point, it is clear that the disease has progressed to the point that the American regime cannot afford to give up wokeness or groups like BLM that weaponize it, no matter how many innocent Americans have to die as collateral. A woman got sexually assaulted on a train. And instead of people stepping up, they just videotaped it. And everybody wants to go around and say, oh, it's the power structures that be. But we know what power structure runs. The cities of the North and the South in certain ways the major cities in the North and the South. We know who runs them. Miami-Dade to Atlanta, all the rest of them. We know who runs them. We don't have to tell you. We have something in Loughton County, one of the richest counties in all of America, that a perpetrator can go into two girls' bathrooms, claim that the perpetrator has transitioned and sexually assault two of that perpetrator's classmates in a bathroom and they covered it up and the governor who has done all the things that he's done says the parents have no rights to tell us what type of things there has to be Talk to our students. We have books being sold throughout all of the major metropolitan schools that has health books that shows things that I cannot say on this radio program. And I will refuse to say, but there are things only adults should see, and it is absolutely disgusting that it is seen. No one has stepped up and said anything. We have an incident that has happened in Kentucky of young students giving lap dances to teachers. We have an overwhelming crisis of female teachers having relations with young male students. And then we have the situation with the NHL with sexual improprieties that happened back in 2014. Murders have gone up all throughout the major metropolitan cities. San Francisco has closed down many stores because of new policies dealing with crime. They can just steal with impunity. It's coming to the north. Y'all not liking what you're seeing, aren't you? 
Y'all think it's a joke. Do you know there was a story? I think it was a comic book. I'm not sure. I don't even remember the name. I think it was a pulp comic book, but I heard about it. And this comic book talked about a criminal that became a hero, but he stayed a criminal. And in, a, in one sense, nobody could solve the problem until it reached the point where everybody looked the other way from what that person did. And it has been happening all over. It doesn't matter. We have a society that has vouch, dream, continuing to have people around them that commit some of the heinous crimes. But no one is looking at vouch and dream because they are the ones bringing about it because they support the bullshit. There are ways of handling crime, folks. There are ways of handling all of it without feminizing the whole fucking planet, without going into feminine, feminized insecurities about men and all the rest of it. Without going into all that type of bullshit. But we're not ready to have these answers, these questions answered. We're not ready. When they're ready, will begin the process of fixing all of these. You cannot raise a child in a prostitution paradise and don't think that your daughter will even entertain the notion because of attention of becoming a prostitute in some form or some fashion, even in that language. There's even people on Twitter that says the trad ideal for women can no longer exist and has can't exist in a world like this and in a society in America such as this that they will choose prostitution over motherhood. And even those that are mothers will always have that doubt that they made a mistake. Something interesting that Corey Holcomb stated in a lot of things that he says tends to be on the right path a lot of times is that a lot of these women are messed up. But they refuse to admit that they're messed up and they refuse to change. The sad reality about this is it is very difficult for women to change. That's why the unfortunate truth is, is that men need multiple men to help them in life. You understand? But women need one or aspects of one in different areas of life in order for them to look up to. Do you understand the difference? 
It's not that men need more than this and that and any other thing, but they need a, they need different individuals in a project in different types of projects in order for them to get their feet together. Whereas women only need one in one area in order to succeed well. It is a very different process of seeing life. And this is connected to crime because especially with the sexual crimes that are going around, it's about validation that comes from a woman that basically started all of this nonsense. And that we have men like who touch their mother's ass and treat like, oh, it's that old woman, all the rest of it, Kodiak Black. And y'all don't see this. The look for validation from another woman. It makes everything look bad. And here's another thing. But crime, it makes the whole world fear the ethnic minorities of America if crime is not taken care of in this country. So that when, unfortunately, they're seen as a group, unfortunately, to the rest of the world, when that group huh, is seen in the rest of the world, Oh, you come from a violent place and you act violent and you look like the people that are violent. The liberals have made sure in every single aspect of life that those that come from other communities that want to go to other places around the world as successful people, businessmen, pro wrestlers, the whole lot of it are seen with derision and ultimately hatred because they feel as though that they could commit the same type of crimes and criminality that they, that others that are not even connected to them are doing in this country. All liberalism does is make African-American males look bad, blame other white people for it, and then have them Fight them while they continue their bullshit. Do you understand how this shit works? And the only reason they're doing it is to make sure you are dependent on them forever. Forever. And once you're dependent for them forever, then you didn't move anywhere since 1866. We have one Independence Day, not two. We are one nation, not two. But if you wanna play two nations, you're not gonna get anywhere else in other nations. I want you to think about that. And I want African-American men to understand the following, there is no heroism in a man that got choked out on the knee of a dead. That is not a hero's death. 
That is not how any man should leave this planet. Bowing down, not in prayer, but to prevent that type of death is not the way you're going to, can, to prevent that type of death happen to anybody, anywhere. So in one way, it scares me when people bow down like that. They're not bowing in prayer. They're not bowing out of respect. They're bowing out of indifference. And they make us look bad to everyone else when we're just visiting other countries and other places. In order for us to gain respect all around the world, the liberals and the shit libs need to be defeated at all corners of life. So that an African-American man who wants to do business all over the world doesn't have to have his eyes being peered around wondering if a grand, an old Japanese grandmother doesn't have to worry about, is he going to steal my purse? Instead, she will look to him and say, oh, he's come to visit us. Let us greet him as a friend and a neighbor. That's what I want. And that is what a lot of people want. But the liberals are denying it all for us. And that has to end pretty damn soon. We'll be back with more right after this. I'll be on this earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. I know those two parts were pretty long, but they have to be said, and I had to get that out of my chest, and those were important. But the way that America and the left want to handle this situation with their ethnic groups using China's social credit policies, using Singapore's one-party state situation, which we just mentioned earlier, and using Korea's social aspects are not going to help anybody succeed in that particular measure. I was going to say something about all of this and the real way to solve these problems in an American constitutionalist context, in a way. From Razorfist's recent post that he did on the Octo on October 18th. And I think it's important for me to read this because it's 
we know that Razor Fist can be ingratiating to some, not to me, of course. I think he's a great guy. And I think he got the right pulse when it comes to how we're going to solve these particular problems. How we're going to have a handle, how we're going to make sure these things are fixed in the right way. He stated on October 18th, they keep accusing the opposition of being fascist, not really because accusing anyone right of Mao is being fascist is a tactic that Antifa has used since the 1920s, but it's because they are attempting to import a false political binary in America, one that they can control. The power brokers in this country, cronies and stasis, have profited under both systems, which is why they prefer to think their enemies as fascists, because if fascism somehow won, they will still have control via fascist corporatism. Americans have absolutely no dog in this particular fight. Our one true homegrown binary is Jeffersonian state sovereignty versus Hamiltonian federalism or statism, as it were. Lincoln inherited Hamiltonianism, made it even more authoritarian and seemingly vanquished Jeffersonianism post the Civil War. Post the Civil War, the Democrat Party was solely assumed by reformed Whigs who were all Hamiltonians, while the Northern Republicans were already Lincolnian. Officially, Jeffersonianism, once the dominant force in U.S. politics, has absolutely no political affiliation or representation. In practice, however, Jeffersonianism survives. It emerged under Grover Cleveland and later under Calvin Coolidge. It shaped the debate under Goldwater and paved the way for Ronald Reagan. Trump, although not an ideologue, wields many of its arguments. That is why Trump scares the shit out of them. Not because he's fascist, but because he is not fascist. Because his success and continuous in the political sphere in spite of their propriety, profuse that Lincolntonianism is not a monolith and is vulnerable to Jeffersonian revolt. The only other person that talked about Jeffersonian Democrat, Republicanism was a man by the name of Julian Assange. What do you think he is? He is serving trial right now in a court in Europe over where he, whether he can be extradited to the United States. Think about all of this. We'll be back with more of Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is Novin Harback. There was a recent video talking about the Chinese space station and all their plans. It was a quite interesting video done by Atrium Petrov of What The Math. And some of it is very intriguing to see what type of plans they're doing with this particular technology they're just reconstitution reconstitutioning their Ru russian technology that they gave them into gave china into recombining these particular aspects of the space station um one thing that i'm going to mention in the upcoming episodes of beyond this earth especially with china which i'm planning to do in a couple of weeks this is related to how America, American, the American left split between the authoritarian left that saw China as a way to do things they couldn't do in America, especially with the way they saw Carter. And we have to really rediscover certain aspects of how the CIA worked through China and all the rest of these things, how they set up these particular companies. And if you see it as a left-wing project, a lot of things will start making sense. I will explain all of this in the next couple of weeks. Basically, folks, the left wing of this quote-unquote globalist American empire, as it were, Let's get to some of the other news items that happened during the week. I rarely did this there, but I'm going to do this now just to focus on some of the things that happened this week. Saudi Arabia has pledged to achieve net zero emissions by 2060, but has made no plans to wind down fossil fuel production, which forms the backbone of its economy. Colombia captured his most wanted drug trafficker, Dario Antonio Azuega, in a jungle raid. Evergrande, a Chinese real estate giant that is saddled with more than $300 billion in debt, has restarted work on more than 10 projects in an attempt to show up investor confidence. Cheaper Inc., which has been called a decentralized meme token by its creator, has sort of become the 11th biggest cryptocurrency by market value. PayPal has quashed rumors that it was interested in buying print interest. Amazon workers in the Staten Island warehouse has filed a petition to form a union. Sudan's military staged a coup, arresting the prime minister and dissolving the traditional government, transitional government. Dozens of people looked to the streets, took to the streets in protest. Russia linked Packers who pulled off the solar wind cyber attack last year are targeting players in the global supply chain. Microsoft security has stated Robinhood shares tanked more than 8% after hours on Wednesday when it badly whiffed the revenue targets for the latest quarter. People are not trading crypto as much as they used to. Alphabet, the parent of Google, nearly doubled its profit margin from the previous quarter and posted its largest revenue increase in almost 14 years on the back of strong digital ad environment. Microsoft also shared an unbelievable great quarter. YouTube, TikTok, and Snap representatives testified before Congress on steps they are taking to keep um, kids safe. And there's only 100 days left before the Winter Olympic Games 
in Beijing. The NCAA has spent more on men's sports than women's sports. Duh! A law firm hired to investigate gender disparities in college athletics found. Did you see the last few contracts that they have sent, you fools? And also football. Hello. It's not rocket science. The U.S. State Department has issued its first passport with an X gender marker in the move to recognize people who identified as non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming. Hertz starts out of his purchase of a thousand Teslas with up to 50,000 of those same electric vehicles to be rented to Uber drivers. Holiday sales in the U.S. could boom as much as 10.5% of last year, according to a forecast by the National Retail Foundation. And speaking of the same retail foundation, they have already told Biden's people that the vaccinations should not be used as a pretext for dismissal of employment. That being those that are unvaxxed, those that do not have the treatment, should not be fired from their place of work because they decided not to get the treatment. That is what the National Retail Foundation had recently stated in a letter with Biden's people. Starbucks is raising wages in a bid to attract workers, but has also reported lower than, lower than forecast revenue last quarter due to challenges in China. Sweetgreen's financial dots show it wasn't profitable each year since 2014, despite telling reporters that it was. People, king of NFTs, will auction off physical sculpture next month and for an estimated $15 million. Activision CEO has invested a new salary of $62,500, the minimum California will allow until the company fixes its discrimination and harassment lawsuits. And that is pretty much it. And then we also had FaZe Clan that has recently gotten a brand new, um, is now on the stock exchange at NASDAQ. And of course, as you heard, Facebook Inc. is no longer Facebook Inc. It is now called the Meta Company. It made some investors confused on another company called Meta and it gave them money in an accident thinking that it was the same. They haven't changed their symbols yet and they're trying to make sure all their symbols did so the investors shouldn't be jumping the line as it were to get this new stock. Also in that particular announcement that Facebook made, Zuckerberg had also stated that they are creating a second life clone as it were that pretty much will say connect Facebook, WhatsApp, the whole nine yards, and all the things that they want to do in that particular nature. Um, There are just one thing that I want to tell you of note concerning with the last statement that Tracy made, and it was an important statement concerning he, it, what is going on with that particular uh, situation with Biden and his people. And he basically said that, and, and this is some breaking news that I'm just recently getting out from Virginia. And it's crazy. There was an incident that took place in Virginia where the Lund uh, Lincoln Project put out 
uh, people that with tiki choices saying that they will not divide us similar to what happened in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. And they put something out there and then one of them was connected with McAuliffe's, uh, um, uh, McAuliffe's, um, uh, election people, election, election committee. And she has to close down her social media account, her Lincoln account and all the rest of it. When they found out that she was working with the Republic, uh, uh the, the Lincoln project, Lincoln project is run by rhinos. Let's put it in that simple terms, Republicans in name only. And basically it, it, it's an utter mess that is going on in Virginia. And speaking of Mr. McCullough, who is connected to the Clinton's people, uh, it turns out that he's only leading by a point against the Trump. Oh, wait, wait, the, against the Trump, uh, supported, uh, Republican there that has been going on there. Mr. Tracy is two post. And I just want to get from one of those posts there, the sleazy mailer from Phil Murphy that pretty much says that if you don't vote for us, we're going to make sure that you might lose your job or something of that nature. He continues for those of you who doubt the obvious intention of the mailer, what does exactly does it mean by implied when voters reach at their home address, which is printed at the top of the mailer are menacingly warned that their failure to vote will become public information. I thought the vote was private folks. That's the reason we have of a public. Now y'all people want to play games. And then one more thing to end this out and end the show before we tell you what's going to happen next week. Uh, with COVID era protocols, this is Tracy concerning um, Biden and his public events, quote unquote. With COVID era protocols and practices now increasingly made permanent, the ultimate result is that public officials up onto, including the president, has more excuses than ever to insulate themselves from scrutiny and limit their exposure to the people. Which, he, which in this particular case, he quote unquote say they're the rabble. It's it's a sickening trend, and this trend is going to continue unless it stops quickly. And we already told you about what Razor Fist said about just Fertonian government versus Hamilton, Hamiltonian government. That's basically what this is. We have no dogs in the fight against all these other things concerning with what happens outside of this country. But what in this country is Jeffersonian versus Hamilton? And who are they promoting these days? The guy who made, who helped build the first central bank of America. Alexander Hamilton just to let y'all guys know on where things are next week I'm not gonna be doing a lot of news next week and I'm not gonna be doing a lot of uh, new topics next week my main focus for the first 30 minutes of the upcoming episode is this MRA technology this CRISPR technology and all the technologies that have come from these particular issues. I think we're going to try to keep it to 30 minutes on the first part. And then the 20 minutes, I'm going to discuss why this was set up 
and we're finally gonna open a very dark door. I opened it second season, but I'm going to open it again and this time much more wider into the reasons why CRISPR is connected to the whole woke culture and what they found in CRISPR that is so freaking dangerous. Did I, I say they opened to woke culture, but now I'm doubling, doubling down on it and I'm saying it's much worse than people realize. Way, way, way worse. Way worse. You're gonna find out why in the for in the 35 minutes that I'm going to do with the important stuff about the MRA vaccines, and in the five-minute segment, 20-minute segment, I'm going to talk about CRISPR in turn. And then that's this week. Then in two weeks, we're going to talk about this China issue and get back to other particular things of that nature. That's on the 13th and on the 6th. So the 6th, it is about science, about virology, about all these other things to put it in a nice bow and to give you the information that is important so that we cannot delude ourselves with what this particular thing entails. So it's a very important episode next week dealing with MRIA vaccines, the MRIA, the, how these things work, how they are set up. I'm even going to spend at least parts of next week trying to get all these things put together for the show because I think it is important before to see why people are so against these treatments. And it's important for all of us to understand why this is so. So next week, big show, very big show dealing with these particular technologies, biological technologies. You don't want to miss this. It's going to be gangbusters. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond This Surf. This is Novit Hollerback. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcasts Addict, Radio Republic, soon on Stitcher, soon on Clubhouse, soon on Stereo App, soon on Green Room, and wherever you get your radio shows. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, and we will see you guys next time on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.